How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All Elite Wrestling is making their much-anticipated debut. They've got a pair of shows at the Target Center. Rampage on Friday, Full Gear on Saturday. One of the biggest matches is a 10-person tag, which features America's top team versus the Inner Circle. And joining me at this time... He is Le Champion, the Demo God, the Bringer of the Bubbly, the Leader of the Inner Circle, and also today, maybe the most important thing, he is the birthday boy himself, the one and only Chris Jericho. And Chris, first of all, man, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, man. You got it. So, uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry that the Vikings could not give you a birthday win. Being a fan of this football team, man, it's, it's just it's frustrating. But uh, I was I was hoping that would have been a good way to kick off the week. But it's it's going to be a good week on us. That's more my wife's team. That's her across the bear more than it's mine. But we're excited to be coming to Minneapolis. If the Vikings uh, can't get the win, uh, AEW will for sure uh, this week on Friday and Saturday. So we're excited to be coming. It's, it's been a long time uh, since I've wrestled in Minneapolis, but we're uh, we're happy to be making our debut. Well, I mean, speaking of Minneapolis, I mean, you grew up in Winnipeg, just really not too far away from the cities. What memories do you have of, of Minneapolis in terms of, you know, growing up or, you know, maybe even coming here when, you know, you first started? Well, I mean, I don't think I started coming to Minneapolis until I started WCW in 96 as far as wrestling-wise. Um, but, yeah, we used to drive down to Minneapolis uh, to go to Valley Fair, which um, was always the big outing. Uh, we did that as kids with our parents, and then we went down. I remember going down kind of as, a, as the first kind of trip out of high school with your friends. Uh, but it was kind of a drag because the drinking age in, in Canada is 18 in Winnipeg, and, in, and obviously in Minneapolis is 21, so you'd be, you'd be playing up the ladder rather than playing down. So it was always a challenge to try and find somebody to buy us a beer or whatever it was. Or maybe you'd take an older guy with you. But, um, yeah, lots of time spent in Minneapolis and in Fargo and, all those areas, because like you mentioned, I think it was from Winnipeg or so, so it's always a great place to go for a road trip, see a band or something along those lines. Yeah, what does, um, I mean, in, in terms of just getting your start in, in Winnipeg and now the AEW kind of starting to branch out a little bit and making the trip up into the upper Midwest, I mean, does it does it have a little bit more extra you know, meaning or, you know, is there a little bit more to it because you are starting to get to areas where, I mean, we're two years into AEW and, I mean, we're already hitting some of these major venues like Target Center up here. Yeah, I mean, we've had shows in Milwaukee up around that area, um, but this is the first time we've been to Minneapolis. And I remember we were going to, I mean, you know, the, 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 the lockdown threw everything off because there was no touring at all. Had there not been, 
you know, the lockdown, we would have been in Minneapolis, I'm pretty sure, within the first year. I remember there was talks about being there uh, very early on in, 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 you know, in our existence, but in a much smaller venue. And you're right, you know, to, to go to the Target Center for two nights in a row, um, it just shows kind of how much the company has expanded. And we have the cool factor now. Uh, we are the hottest wrestling company in the world today and regarded as the coolest, which is a big deal. And that's why we're able to come to the major arena in town being the target center, which I've been in probably, I don't know, a dozen times, two dozen times maybe. It's the king of AEW, not just for one night, but for two. And to have, you know, the huge pay-per-view there, um, I, I think it's very special. Minneapolis is a great wrestling town. Uh, it always has been. Um, and now, you know, with AEW kind of planting our flag in town, I think you're really, really excited and very happy that we're coming. And I think that's shown by the fact that we have two shows in, in the biggest arena in, in the city. Yeah, you talked about it kind of having that cool factor that it seems like when we're watching the shows, the fans are having fun and they're happy to be there and they're involved and they're invested. And it seems like it's so organic, Chris, and the connection between you know what's going on in the ring and the fans are a part of it, but they're reacting in a good way. I mean, that just, it makes, to me, it builds the anticipation and the excitement. And I mean, we can't wait to be a part of that because I feel like it's like the fear of missing out if you're not going to these events, if you're a wrestling fan. Well, I mean, that's part of what I was saying as far as having that cool factor. And it is, you know, you, you watch an AEW show and I think people are saying like, oh my gosh, I want to go. I want to go. I want to see that. I want to be there. Um, I want to experience that and be a part of it because it is just a big party. It's a, it's a pro wrestling party, uh, if you will, because, you know, people are involved organically. If you're looking at even you know, people singing Judas, for example, uh, my theme song, it, it just started organically. We didn't shove it down anybody's throats, and people just started doing it. And I think that's something that, that we really encourage in AEW is if you want to have some fun and cheer for this guy and boo for that guy or whatever you want to do, we really don't care. We're not going to point you in any sort of direction. We just want people to come and have a good time. And I think that is the most important thing about AEW is, is we've really made the product fun to watch and even more fun to experience. Um, and, and that word goes around. I mean, it is a real word of mouth that travels you know, down the grapevine, and that's another reason why we're able to come to, to these big cities and play these big arenas because there is a buzz about this company. Um, and when you haven't seen it, you want to go and, and be there. I don't, when AEW first started, I mean, like two and a half years ago, it was the big you know, press conference in Jacksonville, you know, Kenny and the Bucks, and, you know, Cody, whatever. But you were the the first big name from the outside, you know, the former, you know, former WWE guys, some would say. But when you came in, I mean, what were the expectations? Do you have, did you have any idea where, a, where AEW could go or where it was going to go? Or was this just something that, you know, you're kind of in this for the long game? No, no, of course I had an idea. I mean, I wouldn't have come to AEW if I thought it was just a flash in the pan or if I didn't think it could work. I mean, to start a wrestling company, you need uh, money, uh, you need passion, you need a great TV deal, and you need a roster of guys that haven't been burned out, really uh, have been big stars, but not on the national stage. Create your own stars, so to speak. And that's kind of what we did. So it was the first time I'd ever experienced that, where, you know, you hear about wrestling companies opening all the time, but usually they're just flashes in the pan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, guys just have some money or, or don't even have money, just think how they think it's easy to start up a company. But 
with 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 AEW with Tony Khan, I knew that we had something special that had a real chance to change the course of wrestling history. And I think in a very short time we've done that. Um, we've made it. You know, it was it was a risk at first. I mean, it really was, and then no one, none of us really knew what was going to happen. We all had, you know, high hopes, and 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 you know, you could put things on paper, and it always looks good on paper, and this really did look good. But how is it really going to transfer? And um, you know, we came out of the gate strong, uh, and, and even fighting this, you know, pandemic. We, you know, in the midst of, of our first few months, this pandemic starts, and that could have really hurt our company as well. But I think we've gone beyond that, really grown and made it. You know, we made it safe for people to, you know, like like Sam Punk or Brian Danielson to come to AEW to be like, well, we know we can go there, and we know how huge it is. Whereas at first, no one really knew for sure what mm-hmm. to expect, and I think that's another thing we can really take pride in, in that we've made it a company where people are, are seeking out and actively wanting to come here and knowing it's not going to be a risk uh, to their career. It's actually going to benefit it and, and extend it and, and probably make them bigger stars than they've ever been anywhere else. We're talking with Chris Jericho, the leader of the inner circle. It's a 10-man tag, 10-person tag, rather, because Paige Van Zandt is going to be involved coming up Saturday night at the Target Center, uh, live on pay-per-view, also a rampage the night before right here at the Target Center in uh, in Minneapolis. One thing I, I like, Chris, is to just see the creativity and you guys really being able to maybe implement things you wouldn't be able to do otherwise, because you, you mentioned just the fans catching on to singing Judas and, you know, I mean, we know copyrights and, you know, legalities and whatnot. Sometimes it's it's very touch and go with kind of the music selections that you can have. But when you've got your own product from your band and your song, how did the idea come about for you to use your song as your ring music? Because something that's self-produced that you control, I mean, the, the fans really, the, the fans have just, as you mentioned, they have just, they have latched onto that, and it just seems like it's one of the highlights of the night. I mean, like I said, it was organic. It's not something you can ever plan to have, and it's not something you can shove down people's throats. They just started doing it, and even when we play with it a bit earlier, a few months ago, we had a show, I believe it was in Houston, where uh, I wasn't allowed to use Judas as, as, as the real music. I was ordered to come out with no music at all and we were hoping that people would sing it along to it we didn't know for sure what was going to happen and we didn't orchestrate it we didn't put lyric sheets under the chairs or put the lyrics up on the screen with the bouncing ball we just said let's see what happens and lo and behold everybody sang along and that just shows with no music whatsoever you know they just started singing it and that shows that people enjoy it it is part of the show it is part of the fun and um people want to be involved with with the show and they want to be uh connected with the performers and i think that's one of the the, the best parts of uh of 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 AEW is that we really do connect with the audience at a high high level i'm teaching my wife the words so hopefully she's got everything locked down on on saturday <laughs> night for uh, for saturday Fair night on. Because I I know it, my buddy knows it, his wife knows it, so uh, I'm 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 grilling her on that uh, nightly. When did you know, like you coming to the ring to Judas? When did you know that the fans were this this was going to be something that they wanted to sing along with? Was it right away that you knew, or, or when did you just was there like an epiphany where they just sang it back to you? Well, 
Um, no, I mean, it was it was on the Jericho cruise, uh, actually, when it all started. And once again, it was just one of those great moments. And I was walking to the ring uh, for the company that I helped start on the cruise that I helped start uh, to, to my ring music that I sang and helped write. And um, people just started singing it, man. And it was just one of those moments where it was like, holy smokes, that's really cool. Hopefully it catches on. And the fact that it was on TV, so the next week people sang it, and the next week. And then when we spent kind of the, the six months or whatever it was wrestling in front of no people, it was kind of like, I hope they remember. You know, I hope they remember to sing it. And the, the first night we had people back, I think there was 500 there, and it felt like Madison Square Garden or something like that. Uh, and they sang it. And it was like, okay, good. Now we know it's, it's set in stone. And, you know, there's people that get mad if I'm not on the show some weeks. They'll get mad. We came to the show to sing Judas, and <laughs> we didn't get to sing it. We're really angry, and that's a good thing. You know, that means they'll come back the next time and, and sing it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it is just, like I said, one of those examples of just how people have really connected with with uh, what we're doing and, and having a great time with it. Yeah, I love your reaction when you're in the ring and people are just singing it back. The music is down, but everybody's just giving it back to you and you, you see that all across everything that's going on and and i just i think that's again i i'm really looking forward to because i think it's it's such a wonderful change of pace that it doesn't feel sterile and, and organic is probably the, the best word that that i can think about it a couple more things before i let you get going here um i mean your schedule you've got the podcast you've got Fozzy, you've got wrestling, you know, you've always done, you know, you've done the dark side of the ring as well. I mean, how are you able to manage all of that and still like keep your family, you know, keep everything together? Because it's, it's hard enough to do one or two things, but I mean, you've got your hands in, in almost everything. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one of those things where, uh, I, I do a lot of stuff, but, um, I also have a lot of time off as well. I don't, do things and, and the reasons I don't do things that I that I don't believe in. I don't do things that I don't want to do. Um, I don't do things if I'm forced to do them. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it all works out because I have passion for everything. And when I was a kid, everyone knows the story. I wanted to be a wrestler and I wanted to be in a rock and roll band. And when I made it in both of those areas, suddenly other opportunities come up. So I'll take some of them. Others I won't. Um, and the ones that I really believe in, nine out of ten times become successful as well. So. Uh, you just have to take a chance on yourself and believe in yourself. And if you do that, um, you can have a lot of success for sure. And one thing that you've done as well, Chris, over the years is that you've been able to constantly, you know, we use the word evolution and, and change and, and just you, you bring different facets of yourself into different aspects of, of wrestling. So it's it's not as if it's a one trick pony. And I, I mean, how important is that? for a lot of these guys, for them to look at what you've done and, and set the tone. And if you want to be successful, you've got to be adaptable. Well, I mean, you do. You have to be diverse as well. Um, that's one thing I've always done is, is, is always evolve and diversify and change my character and change what I'm doing. I don't want anybody to ever guess what I'm going to do next because then it kind of becomes stagnant and you kind of become just like, okay, well, we know he does this or we know he does that or we know he does, does things this way. Um, you know, if, if you look at from rock and roll, if you look at someone like David Bowie, that's a very big influence on me. Uh, not even his music per se, but just what he did with his music, what he did with his image and his character. And he always had something new, whether it was Aladdin Sane or Ziggy Stardust or the Thin Light Duke or the Tim Machine or, you know, the Glass Spider, all this sort of stuff. 
Um, and then the music that he did was always different, but it always had a Bowie uh, style to it. And that's kind of what I've done with, with Chris Jericho, the character, and, and with Chris Jericho, the performer, is constantly change things up, uh, and, but still do things that stay true to who I am as a person and as, a, as an entertainer and as a wrestler and as a musician and everything in between. We've been talking with Chris Jericho. He's going to be performing Saturday night as uh, part of the 10-person tag, the Inner Circle versus America's Top Team, part of a loaded AEW full-gear crowd. Of course, Rampage the night before. Both those events at the Target Center, full gear on uh, pay-per-view. It's a Minneapolis street fight. And uh, by the way, if you get parched during the uh, street fight, you can come on up to Section 112. We're in Row 3. I'll have a beer for you. So if you need to, to rehydrate while you're kicking, you know, Dan Lambert's ass, you know, I, I, can, I, can, I can hydrate you if you need it. Yeah, that's right. I always have an invention in mind. I want to make my own, uh, my own line of, of soft drinks uh, and sell them exclusively in your state and call it Minnesota. Perfect. It writes itself. It it really see it, it really does, and and then you know we we can say you're one of us. So I I love it, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I again I've been a fan of yours for a long time, way back to uh, even before you know I mean the Smoky Mountain days. But when you came through Fargo and the Fargo Dome with Nitro and and just you you've always been just one of my favorites with just the way that you've handled the business and you know even helping out beautiful bobby you know beautiful bobby eaton's family with you know his funeral expenses this is a real thrill chris so thank you so much for the time thanks man look forward to uh to the shows this weekend and have a great time man we'll see you soon thank you why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.